Welcome to another episode of When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Welcome to our first ever Throwback Thursday on the podcast. We're going to take a look back at the first ever main event for the first WrestleMania. So stay tuned after word from my sponsors. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. I'm joined tonight by Matty I. Say hello, Matt. Hi, Matt. And Yawn Man. Say hello, Brian. Howdy. So we're going to start a new portion of our podcast called Throwback Thursday. We take a look at past matches. Can be a house show, can be a main, like a WrestleMania, can be a, just a generic pay-per-view match. But we figured the best one to start with is the first ever main event of WrestleMania. This was Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, Roddy Piper versus Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. What a better place to start than the ultimate entertainment, sports entertainment phenomenon that Vince McMahon created. Held in 1985 at Madison Square Garden, of all places, the mecca of sports, the Madison Square Garden. This is the only place it would have worked at. True. And I had no clue to watch in the match that each one of these teams had a person in their corner. Yeah, that's true. You had um, Cowboy Bob Orton and, and Jimmy um, Superfly. Superfly. But I mean, Vince McMahon pulled out every stop for this match. I mean, we had referees. The head referee was Pat Patterson, arguably one of the biggest employees of the company now. And the reason we have an Intercontinental Championship. True. We had, we had Muhammad Ali, the greatest boxer of all time, was the outside referee. You know, <laughs> that's really strange because the announcing crew says, well, we have Muhammad Ali out there on the outside because we know this match is going to take place a lot outside. I think 10 seconds of this match was outside the ring. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, the, and there was only like three feet of outside of the ring material. There was, it there was, was backpacks and everything under that ring you could see. Well, I yeah, mean. Camera angles. Oh, yes. And, I mean, you also had to deal with uh, all the trash being thrown in on Roddy Piper. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you had people like Liberace was the timekeeper. Okay. Of all people, Liberace. Did you see the bell he actually started the match with? Yes, his jingle bells. Yes. Yes. I was I was like, what? <laughs> All right, Brian. <laughs> Matt and I both know Liberace, but how big was Liberace in the eighties? I don't know. I, I, I he was never big in my world, so <laughs> I guess that answers our question because he's not big in our world either. Nope. Yeah. But, but had... it wasn't revealed that he was gay until after he passed away, even though it was very obvious. Yeah. No one dresses like that and plays a piano like that. Well, Elton John. Who is also. Yeah, yeah, he's that. But we had a guest announcer of Billy Martin, the manager of the New York Yankees. Of all people, and the guest announced a sporting event, Billy Martin. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anyone outside of New York actually gave a crap about <laughs> Billy Martin being there. I mean, correct me if I'm True. wrong. Billy Martin is the manager that called out George Brett for the pine tar, correct? I believe so. I believe so. So, I mean, arguably that's one of his biggest things ever was George Brett flipping out. And there he is. But I thought the best part of this whole match, because from a technical standpoint, this match was awful. But the... Go ahead. This could have been like the it is the first botchamania because I mean, good lord! But it, it it sold what Vince needed it to sell. Unfortunately, it's what happened, and it led into a whole match 
for the WrestleMania two. It did, which but was that, nowhere near any any better. But I will but go true. on the record saying Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania next year needs to have the same entrance as Rowdy Roddy Piper. I want the full bagpipes, the drums, everything. That entrance was legit. Yeah, I that would be a, cool. Yeah, I have it actually written down. I was like. The entrance that Roddy Popper had actually leads into the big dramatic entrances we have at WrestleMania now. Or even, You're correct. Or even the shield, how they come down through the crowd. Because all these entrances were through the crowd. There was no yes. ramp. <laughs> no, and it was, just a, it was just a locker room right off of the crowd. Because <laughs> you'll see that when Hogan and uh, Mr. T entered. It was just a locker room like 25 feet away from the crowd. Yeah, it was so yeah. weird. But I loved Piper's entrance, and poor Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff got no recollection, nothing. It was just, oh, cool, look at him. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, oh, he's with Cowboy Bob Orton, or as they called him, Ace Orton, which I had never, ever heard him called Ace before this match. Me either. It's always been Cowboy. Cowboy Bob. And I don't know about you, but he had that stupid cast on his wrist 30 years later when Taker and Orton fought, too. So, and eventually, he's going to get that wrist fixed. Well, I sure hope so. Thoughts and prayers go out to Cowboy Bob Orton and his wrist. <laughs> I was noticing that, I was like, wow, that's the same wrist he had done 30 years later. I was like, holy, holy. <laughs> that's but, I mean, great. We had Paul Orndorff and Hulk Hogan were the, the two to start, quote, unquote, start the match. But Piper and Mr. T were the ones that actually started the action. Because Orndorff and Hogan never touched each other. They just kind of looked around and pointed at each other's tag team partner. Well, I mean, as over as Mr. T was, there's no way he couldn't start off the match. Yeah. And I put this note in there, too. I said it quickly fell apart. Within less than 60 seconds, all six men were in the ring. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing, you know that Patterson could have done, or even Muhammad Ali. Like, Muhammad Ali actually punches someone yeah. out of the ring. Like, he punches, he punches yeah. Roddy Piper out of the ring. <laughs> and, like, he gives him, like, a nice little two, like. <laughs> I mean, we, we all joke now watching these tag And of all the main events to start the first ever WrestleMania, a tag team match was that one. Was Teddy Long a part of this? <laughs> <laughs> not, not at this point. No. <laughs> but, I mean, halfway through the match, Orndorff and Piper left. They went backstage. Yeah, like, Piper throws up the F.U. to everybody and just walks out. <laughs> and, and you see Patterson count, and Hogan stops him and says, bring their asses back. Yeah, he literally, that's what he said. <laughs> read his lips. Like, I was pa- like, how is this? A-? I kept watching. I'm like, there's so many disqualifications in this match. I'm like, we complain now about referees having no control. Pat Patterson, Muhammad Ali were terrible. They had zero control <laughs> that entire match. Like Pat Patterson got the six, and Holt just grabbed him. Was like, bring his ass back. You get back here. And I then, mean, like, Pat- Patterson physically moves Mr. T off of the corner. There was no tags made at any point, hardly. There no. was at one point where there was a melee in the ring, and Mr. T was the legal man. It comes back out of it, and Hogan's in the ring. No tag made at all. Yeah. Unless he, yeah. I mean, there and, was one point Mr. T has the tag rope, but he's all the way inside the ring, like between the, 
like between the middle and top ropes, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and you gotta look. Piper hit Hogan with a steel chair across the back. Yeah, on the outside. This is one of these matches that it was pure sports entertainment. It's exactly what it needed to be to kick off WrestleMania. You're correct. Could could you imagine now a Floyd Mayweather and, I don't know, let's throw out the big show, versus The Rock and, uh, let's say, uh, Brock Lesnar to main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> That'd be awful. It would be. <laughs> but that's what started. That was one of the first ever. And when I was looking up, there was three main events for this WrestleMania. This was the actual quote unquote main event. The other two seemed like much better matches than this one. But mm-hmm. this one had the star power that it needed to have. Okay. Well, it needed this as celebrities to, to get the um, – because it's closed-circuit TV, not pay-per-view. So it needed celebrities to get people to watch it. And yeah. we have – go ahead. And you got to also think, like, if you watched any of the WrestleMania, like, before that, it was a bunch of jobber matches. Like, yep. they were over in, like, nine – like, the quickest match in history, quote-unquote, was, like, in this pay-per-view, and it was nine seconds. Correct. King Kong Bundy beat uh, – oh – Downtown Jones, maybe? Doesn't sound right, but something I mean, Jones. It, it's somebody, but it but doesn't it's matter. nine seconds. <laughs> well, it was quote, quote, unquote, nine seconds. It's 24 seconds from bell to bell, but we'll give yeah. them nine seconds. <laughs> but, I mean, we haven't even mentioned the fact that the Rockettes is the one that kicked off this match. They were in there before they introduced everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that's – you know what's really, like, threw me off? I was searching through the pay-per-view on the network – and all of a sudden, I hear Mean Gene. Oh, sir. He sings the national anthem. Yes, because because, <laughs> uh, the, because the musical act that they still have never named, Vince or obviously Mean Gene can't now, the musical act they hired to do the national anthem didn't show up. They no-showed WrestleMania at all. <laughs> what a terrible time to no-show an event. Was it Hank Williams Jr.? I don't know. Somebody no showed. I do I mean, not know. But you look, you take WrestleMania one, you no show that in less than two years later, WrestleMania three was when Aretha Franklin sang, correct, Brian? Yeah, that is correct. That arguably the biggest mo- musical act to sing at WrestleMania less than two years later and someone no showed the first ever one. Hmm. <laughs> what a terrible decision for their career. Yeah, I was about to say. But I mean, Horrible. this this match was just off the rail from the start, and it ended when, of all people, Cowboy Bob jumps off the top rope, and I guess he botch hit Mister Wonderful because he didn't even make connection, and Orndorff just fell, and Hogan pinned him. There was no finishing move by Hulk Hogan. Done. No, there wasn't. That was I forgot about that. I was like, I was watching. I was like, huh, no big boot. That's. <laughs> Okay. And there was and there was very little crowd reaction until they started playing the music. I was like, it was like two minutes afterwards that they yeah. played Hogan's music. No one knew who won. Like, oh. I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm like, okay. And Orndorff, he's like grabbing the back of his neck, and he's like convulsing on the ground. And <laughs> Holt pins him, and Mr. T comes in the ring, they're raising up, and the crowd's like, yeah, I'll throw trash, and then you hear, bam, bam, bam. And they're like, oh, yay! 
But I mean, this match ended with all six people in the match. Cowboy Bob was in the ring. Superfly was in the ring. Piper and Mr. T were going at it. Muhammad Ali was in the ring. Of all sorts of mass chaos was going on, Patterson still managed to count a three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and, and and you know, Patterson I thought would do a fast three, but it was actually kind of legit three. I had to go back and watch it again to make sure he actually hit three. Oh, he did. He did. I mean, it's... And, and then we get a subtle turn for Mr. Wonderful at the end when Piper had just bailed on him. Piper and Orton bailed. And Wonderful stands up and they try to console him and he's like trying to fight everyone to figure out where his team is. I mean, he they does. Bailed on him. He does some good shadow boxing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I just don't go- remember the storylines afterwards. I don't remember of they of he turned face, and um, I just don't. I mean, that's. I mean, it's a great spectacle for the first ever Mania, but it's not a memorable one because I mean, I had to go back and watch. I mean, I knew who was in it, but I had no clue that Orton and Snooker were part of the group too. I want to tell you, I didn't know who was in it besides Hulk Hogan. And I knew Roddy Piper was in it until Brian in the group chat was like, oh, who, this is who's in it. And I was like, Mr. T? Yeah, Mr. T was in it. <laughs> he was like, big back then. He had the yeah. A-team, you know. Hulk Hogan was in the main event of the first seven WrestleManias. Yeah. That I mean, I'm not shocked about that. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't even, like, I want to say it was seven was at Caesar's Palace. And Hogan fought a, what, 25-second match against Yokozuna? Actually, he wasn't in the main event in five. What was he? The five was was the tournament. Ah, that's right. Yeah, and Macho Man beat the Million Dollar Man in that. Yo, wonderful. I mean, this this was what Vince needed it to be to kick off what is now WrestleMania. I mean, look, we're – this is the 36th WrestleMania this past year. And who would have thought we got Madison Square Garden and all those fans to this year's WrestleMania? No fans. I mean, I mean, no one would have predicted it, but I just think you look less than, you're looking potentially 36 years, which in reality is 35 years. That is true. And we have 36 WrestleManias. Figure that math out. There, it's Vince McMahon math. We'll never understand it. <laughs> nah. I mean, you got to think. He stopped He stopped numbering them for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was sitting there looking. I was like, wait a minute. It's only been 35 years, and we're at WrestleMania 36 now. Is it interesting? I mean, I'm sure when he was putting all the Roman numerals in through, like, through the 90s, he kind of just forgot one. <laughs> I mean, we got to 2000. We got WrestleMania 2000. It wasn't WrestleMania numbered, so. Yeah, it was just 2000. But, I mean, this is what Vince needed it to be to sell what is now known as WrestleMania. We had celebrities all in all aspects, announcing, timekeeping, refing, yeah, in the match. Then you had the NFL Battle Royal with the wrestlers, too? Or is that a later one? That, that was later one because the yeah. – sorry, Hogan, that main event was uh, LT and Bam Bam. Ah. Uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you need to go watch that one, man. It's a it is a wrestling spectacle to be all. <laughs> no better technical match has ever been half it's ever been in history. You're talking about Lawrence Taylor, right? Yes. Correct. Oh poor, poor poor Bam Bam Bigelow. That poor guy was so athletic and he put over so many people. Oh my god. So 
but I was looking, like I said earlier, this is this match was one of three main events that night. And had you told me, looking back on it, that the other two main events were Wendy Richter and Le- and I want to say is it Leilani Kai Brian? I uh, think so. I'm gonna if I butchered it, go ahead. It's He's not gonna fine. listen to the podcast anyway. But this was the women's match with uh, Cindy Lopper was Wendy Richter's manager, and Fabulous Moolah was in Kai's corner. <laughs> hmm. That was one of the other main events, and the and I say the biggest main event, literally because of who was in it, was Andre the Giant versus Big John Studd in a fifteen thousand dollar body slam. Body slam challenge. Oh yeah. <laughs> These were the quote unquote three main events of WrestleMania one. And here we are, 35 years later, with, we had, I guess, essentially two main events of WrestleMania, or three main events, because the Big Show fought McIntyre after WrestleMania went off the air, of all things. And, uh, no. yeah, did you know that, Matt? No, I did not know that. Yeah, they aired it the next night on on Raw, Big Show came out after the McIntyre-Lesnar match and challenged McIntyre to make him look like he was a true beast slayer if he could take out the beast and the giant in one night. Huh. It would, it would be way different if Big Show, you know, was actually in ring shape. and Yeah, I mean, this like, was his first... It was his, he's had, like, two matches in the last two years. I mean, he is in incredibly good shape. Oh, he is. But it, but it doesn't mean anything. No. Not like, like it did, no. And... And you told me we take WrestleMania one main event, the entertainment spectacle that it was, and then go thirty five years later to WrestleMania thirty six, and the biggest, the two biggest matches of the night were cinematic matches. Huh. With the Boneyard match and Firefly Funhouse, the two biggest matches of WrestleMania thirty six were cinematic matches. Look how far we've gone. You take those matches 35 years ago, never happens. No, WWE is no longer – is nothing after that. No. no. If that happened, and one, one thing I noticed a lot during this match, how loose were those ring ropes? Beyond. <laughs> like, they weren't tied at all. Like, I'm shocked anyone even did, like, a anything off of them. I mean, they thought it was a – a magnificent spectacle, Mr. Wonderful climbed up on the top rope. I was like, look how agile he is. I'm like, oh, dear God. Yeah, well, he's going to go up there and break his neck. But both of the announcers, one is passed on and the other one is no longer in the wrestling business. He's just an old man who shakes his fist. We're Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura. Yep. Those are the two announcers for the first WrestleMania. Well, Gorilla Monsoon was an awesome announcer for Correct, many years. He was. Yeah, he him was and Bobby worked well together. Yes, they were perfect for each other. But I mean, Jesse Ventura was just—I yeah, didn't care for him. Yeah, he's going to push the heels. That's pretty much what he does. Yeah, he was yeah. a perfect heel announcer. Well, so, just, go ahead. What would you give the first WrestleMania main event? Out of a out of five stars, what would you give it? Uh, from a physical match standpoint, about a one or two. But from an entertainment standpoint, a four. Yeah, I 
together, I gave it a three out of five just based on the impact it had on the future and the entertainment value. Because, I mean, I was actually entertained by this match. I wasn't yes. looking at the technical aspects because there was none. Um, <laughs> but it, it was entertaining. I mean, I, you knew who was going to go over. I mean, no there was, doubt. Yeah, there was no celebrities on Roddy's side. So, <laughs> And you got to look, too. This was pre- I say pre-Hulkamania. This is before the Hulkamania boom. Because we got no hulking up. We got no massive leg drop. We did get a big boot that kicked Piper outside the ring. But we didn't get the essential parts of Hulkamania. No, he, he um, did I guess, that, well, WrestleMania 3 is when he beat Andre. And, yes, um, and that's when it really kicked off. Well, there was one thing of Hulkamania I saw that brewing is when he got in the ring and he cheered and they announced Mr. T and the crowd got louder. So yeah. he rips off his shirt and he looks at Mr. T's and rips Mr. T's shirt off. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, really, Terry? That's what you decide to do? <laughs> <laughs> so what would you give this match, Brian? Uh, the ranch itself is one. The entertainment was four. Um, like I said, it was entertaining, but it's no surprise going into the first um, several WrestleManias that you knew Hogan was going over. Yeah, I mean, you could probably sit now and have someone that has never watched wrestling a day in their life rewatch those matches. Just from the entrance, you know who was going to win. Yeah, and, you know, there was always a tale with Ric Flair what trunks he wore to the ring if he was winning or losing. So huh, I did not know that. If he wore if he wore red trunks, he was losing. If he wore blue trunks, he was going over. Huh. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? All right, gentlemen, do you have any final words or thoughts on our throwback Thursday with the first ever main event of WrestleMania? Um, I just thank God that WrestleMania main events got better as time went on. <laughs> and there's no more hanging microphones just like people above people's heads in the ring. I know that was, <laughs> was Madison Square Garden's thing because of boxing, but that's kind of scary in a wrestling match. Yes. Unless there's Mr. Anderson, it doesn't really happen that much. <laughs> <laughs> you got any final thoughts, Brian? Uh, not tonight. It, it was fine. Now, did you watch this live? Or I say live. Did you watch this when it happened? No. I did not. Um, Closed circuit TV was few and far between back then. Um, I rented it back, but, you know, because VHS tapes, you know, but um, you weren't going to get it. I I don't, I couldn't even tell you how to get it to a closed circuit TV to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And just think, back then, you had to rent a VHS to watch WrestleMania, and now you watch it on a cell phone. I know, right? Thank you again for tuning in for our first ever Throwback Thursday episode on the podcast. We took a trip back down memory lane to 1985. The first main event of WrestleMania, Orndorff and Piper versus T and Hogan. So hope you have thoroughly enjoyed our breakdown and our discussion of the match and the entertainment value it had on the company going forward. So thank you again for tuning into our podcast. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.